days of being kind of just brick and mortar with foot traffic alone are are kind of over. We always knew something was going to happen and neither of us anticipated a global pandemic that would force a kind of total shutdown of our business. What we really saw at the beginning of the stage was a complete overhaul of operations. Small businesses started to worry about their viability. Today, stories of individuals struck by the pandemic. By like week three, she found herself laid off. How they managed to build while the world felt like it was breaking around them. We had active patients, so we had to have employees still doing things. Turning a disadvantage into the best practice. The focus of this is the importance of digitalizing your, your business. We have also invited two of our solutions team members, Adriana Pion, Director of Partner Solutions. How do you make sure they're set up for success, that they can actually connect, that they have the right equipment and whatnot. And that was not a minor task, particularly when, when we think about uh, small and medium businesses. And Saren Job, a Director of Solutions Engineering focused on small and medium businesses. Digitization has been happening even before the COVID pandemic. The pandemic and the lockdown orders just accelerated it um, significantly. This is the Business Innovation and Technology Podcast. I'm Jordan Rogers-Smith, and I'd like to welcome you to the show. Today's episode is titled Economic Empowerment. Few places felt the impact of COVID more than small businesses. Restaurants, hospitality and retail stores all had to shut their doors with little promise when they could open again. If you hadn't yet bought your business into the digital age, essentially you'd be cut off from 100% of your livelihood. My name is Dr. Matthew Dunn. Uh, I'm an orthodontist in Phoenix, Arizona. My wife and I own Dunn Orthodontics. Matthew and his wife started their practice in 2006, just before the recession. So mentally, we had always been prepared that something else was going to happen someday. We always knew something was going to happen, and we were always trying to be mentally prepared for that. Now, I guess we'd always assumed it would be another recession-type event where there'd be a decreased demand for services. Neither of us anticipated a global pandemic that would force a kind of total shutdown of our business. My name is Andrew and I am co-owner with my wife of Roaming Travelers. Before Andrew and Chelsea launched their clothing boutique in the high desert, Roaming Traveler was more a side hustle than an established business. Prior to the pandemic, Chelsea was working in the event field. If you recall, like when that when the pandemic first hit, the event field was the first thing to be affected. So week one, she found herself furloughed. And then uh, probably by like week three, she found herself laid off. For many, reliance upon a government stimulus was the only hope for sustainability. So Facebook also released $100 million for small businesses to help stimulate support. In March of 2020, Facebook announced a number of things. One of them was a gift card program so small businesses on Facebook could actually create gift cards and sell it to their customers who couldn't be there in person. I really believe in solutions that really scale and giving grants to 200 million small businesses doesn't scale building the right tools and guidance to help each one of those businesses. It goes back to the whole give a man a fish versus teaching a man to fish. One of those businesses adrift at sea, desperately looking for fish, was Matthew's orthodontics practice. We had active patients, so we had to have employees still doing things, although what they were doing was different. Even though we were closed and not able to see any new patients, you know, rent continued, utilities continued. And so the stimulus money helped us kind of keep the business going. While Matthew and his team moved out of their office, Andrew and his wife were moving into one. We 
we were probably two months into having our actual physical commercial space where, where when some of those loans started coming out and becoming available, if you wanted to do something to sustain business or to grow your business during the pandemic. So it allowed us to bring on an employee to help us grow as well as invest in some kind of like platform technology. It was a mad dash those first few months. E-commerce stores began popping up while online ordering and delivery solutions were slapped together, all to solve for the complete lack of revenue. So somewhat defeating initially, but it kind of really gave us the opportunity to, and sparked creativity kind of going forward. I would say our marketing was probably about 50-50 between digital and community marketing. So we kind of had a pivot to kind of basically going 100% to digital for our marketing to help try and drive new patients when we're allowed to reopen. Businesses were doing whatever they could to stay alive. And those that managed to digitize, though they found new revenue opportunities, were met with entirely new challenges. How do we manage and take care of our current patients? How do we manage our team of employees? Without adjusting and doing more digital advertising and offering you know, online scheduling solutions, our practice would really be a shell of what it, of itself, of what it was pre-pandemic. Even where we are today, when those shifts in demand, on the consumer demand, on the needs that people have, are continuing to have volatility. And the ability to read into that is critical for success. Over two years into the pandemic, the need to digitalize is well behind us. Small businesses are learning and embracing digital like never before. However, the challenge ahead is one of sustainability. There's no one-size-fits-all solution for digitization. So the first thing they really need to do is understand their business vis-a-vis -vis the digital space, understand their customers, and really understand which options they have. We have guides on how to do that, how to keep employees engaged, motivated, how to think about the different challenges that you're facing in your business beyond the digital presence. The digital, digital presence is very relevant. It's an acquisition, it's a growth, it's a customer uh, contact channel, but we wanted to make sure that sustainability was beyond the digital presence and into equipping all of the small businesses with the tools that they needed for, for this new reality that we were living. Let's take a closer look at what these solutions look like today, beginning with e-commerce. We gave people the option to do virtual consultations rather than having to physically come in the office. We wanted to meet people on their level and where they felt comfortable at that, at that point in time. If someone engaged with one of our ads at 11 p.m. on a Friday night, they could then go forward and schedule their appointment online uh, rather than um, having to wait to call us on Monday or for us to call them back on Monday. It was really like a, a lot of trial and error um, to try to kind of navigate that stuff. You know, initially we were running into a lot of kind of hiccups and speed bumps of we didn't have something set up the right way. We converted our website over from kind of just like a static WordPress site to then we went to Wix and then we went to Square and then we ended up ultimately with Shopify. It comes to a point where automation is needed and knowing that difference, knowing where you cannot be answering all of your customer messages is really important because you want to make sure that you don't leave customers hanging with, with a message. And so that's where our partners have a key function in helping every business set up that automation and making sure they can scale the channel as a service as well as, as an acquisition channel. While setting up e-commerce for your business is a daunting task, there are tools to help companies get started. Landing with Shopify was really kind of the most beneficial thing that we could have done. And I wish we did it earlier, allowing you to use Facebook checkout as well as Instagram checkout 
the ability to tag, the ability to give other people the ability to tag your products as well, kind of just allowed and gave us more of a reach to our existing base and more engagement. You have your POS sale, you have your e-commerce sale, which is native to your website. But then additionally to that, you have the sales channel of Instagram and Facebook that really within those, then you have the messaging app as one of those channels, as well as natively selling within those apps. The ability to check out and not have to leave and start a new instance of something else is, is truly beneficial because it, it's a whole market of people that that you wouldn't have reached to beyond that. And the fact that you're inter interacting with customers on Facebook, well, you kind of have a more personal touch already because it's it's your picture. Like they, they see Andrew talking to them and then I see that I'm talking to Jake and there's already a photo connection as opposed to just a blind online purchase. The second solution is even more straightforward. Messenger and social commerce not only require less of the customer, but yield a more consistent result. How do you use the rest of the tools that you can have with Facebook, be it Messenger, WhatsApp, Instagram Direct, Facebook Live, groups to make sure that you can connect with the community? And then how do you use our partners to leverage an e-commerce platform? Having a message, a place where they can kind of text or message someone was more comfortable for some people. But they had questions that they wanted answered that they were able to to do that in a way that wasn't as committed to coming in for an exam. Helping businesses prosper through times of uncertainty is something we're passionate about at Facebook. We hope that in today's episode, you'll have found actionable guidance on digitalizing your business for the future. There's a lot of resources out there. It might take a little time, but it is worth putting in the time and the effort to really learn about what the business needs to digitalize because that's where the customers are and small businesses need to be where their customers are. And I would just encourage in this period of pivoting, don't be afraid of failing. And, and I know it feels hard when it's, when it's a small business and, and, and there's a lot of personal and professional investment, but without failing, there's no growth. And so test and learn, make sure that you're testing new channels, make sure that when you're testing the channels that you're partnering up with the resources that Facebook is giving and Facebook is offering, both on uh, just thought leadership as well as the partnerships that we have built so that those partners can help you grow. I like telling our story as far as the ability to kind of take opportunity out of defeat. The road ahead won't always be easy and the future is never certain. Times like these give us a unique opportunity to come together. The challenges facing you and your business don't need to be met alone.